0: so we were well okay first i just want to we'll we'll start the show off for real in a second but uh first i just want to tell a uh, just a very very short extremely funny anecdote uh of a thing that happened on twitter i'm not going to name the person because i don't want to put them on blast and send a bunch of weirdos after them or anything but um like i don't know a few days ago uh somebody was like somebody from Canucks twitter was like uh People who are against private healthcare coming to BC, oh. why Why are you against this? And then Vyas, being Vyas, just replied, morality. <laughs> and then the person in question responded, that's actually such a stupid reason. <laughs> and I just thought that was extremely funny. And I haven't been able to stop thinking about it since it happened. I'm um, so annoyed because I was off Twitter for... Most yeah. of the last two weeks.
1: Yeah, And then I saw that. And you, you got me back in. I'm so mad. <laughs>
2: just, just when I thought I was out. Exactly. They pull me back in.
0: Vias is like the godfather. Um, you, you come to this. You come to me today. On the day of my daughter's terrible posts. Um, I don't know. Fuck. Oh, uh, fuck. We were just talking about... Which NHL player is most likely to be, uh, I guess maybe not the most likely to be, but like the closest I was possible thinking
2: like Kevin Bacon least steps to to the goal. JFK assassination? Oh, okay,
0: because
1: yeah. for me, and mm-hmm. these two already heard it, but I saw that it was Texas Governor at the time for. Sorry, you didn't set this up yet. My bad.
0: Uh, well, we're, no, we're talking I, about I mean the connections
1: between the assassination of John F. Kennedy and NHL players. Yes. Jackson is researching NHL players, and I saw the Wikipedia page. I immediately saw that Texas Governor John Connolly was there, and that's obviously Tim Connolly, Buffalo Sabres left left winger from the mid two thousands. Uh, his grandfather, I'm sure, I'm sure that's got to be sure of it. Yeah,
2: maybe yeah. like an uncle or something. It's fine. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They have the same name. Yeah. Um,
1: c- couldn't find oh no and then uh, obviously I saw that uh, in the second paragraph Th- this is before we even get to the table of contents in the page is that <laughs> Oswald is charged under Texas state law with the murder of both Kennedy and that of a Dallas police officer named J.D. J. Tippett
0: <laughs> yes um, which is actually pretty amazing because there are uh, there are multiple Tippets in the NHL uh, there's Owen I was I obviously Owen, yeah. Dave the coach I don't know if he's currently he I think he was last seen coaching the uh, the uh, the Edmonton Oilers, if I'm uh, correct. Right. I believe so. Uh, Yeah. uh, Previously in uh, Arizona. So, yeah, I think that's uh, that's a pretty obvious one. Isn't there an NHL player um, whose dad was like in the witness, witness to protection program or something? i feel like i uh i heard a story about that but i don't know i'm not no my memory is not not very good for some
1: reason reminded me that
0: sheldon keith nhl player
2: witness protection came up as a uh suggestion oh interesting
1: it it reminded me for some reason that there's a like one degree of separation between sheldon keith and the guy who tried to kill his dad uh mike stanton Oh yeah, yeah. Wait wait, 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 Danton. wait. Mike Danton,
0: yeah, Mike Danton,
1: or his yeah. agent or something. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, okay.
2: yeah. It was a pretty gross story, but
0: oh yeah, oh, sorry. That's... This is a joke article. Never mind. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> New York Islanders actually a federal windows protection program. Yeah, that's oh, a, that's a joke.
0: That's very funny though. <laughs> the Islanders are just a uh... yeah. That's amazing. Um, what is? Do you know what that's from? Is that from like the Onion or something? Uh, the heckler oh
2: okay it's also from 2011 so makes more sense back then uh, you know one
0: of the quicker ways to
1: if you could mm-hmm. find if you could do a kevin bacon thing here yeah is that you probably go through because because nobody writes about oh who's the father of this nhl player who's who's the uncle like nobody keeps track of that uh in ways that you can find that for actors but mm-hmm. some players are married to actors and actresses that's true uh, yeah uh hillary duff being married to mike Comrie for a while i yes, think sure uh alicia yeah. cuthbert janet jones so i think you could probably find some
0: stuff there yeah i think you're right a, uh, a lot
1: of famous white people are just like every time there's like a new uh another presidential election mm-hmm. there's there's all these little articles that are like brad pitt is fourth cousins of uh, barack obama isn't that yeah. interesting? like yes yeah, absolutely yeah. you know yeah so, well and there's there's also a lot of here. uh
0: there's like increasingly as we just uh Um, you know, continue twirling, twirling, twirling towards freedom or whatever. Um, It seems as though more and more like when there's a new famous guy or like a new like director or like, uh, you know, author or whatever, it's like, they're just the kid of a rich person, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Um, And sometimes it's not like, like uh, there's the obvious examples of like, uh, you know, um, like, fucking john landis's kid max landis or whatever uh where it's just literally like oh your dad did this thing and now you're doing the same thing but then there's Mm -hmm. also like a bunch of examples of uh, of people whose parents are literally like you know uh cia (laughs) or or shit like that you know and and they're just like popping up uh you know directing uh the the newest like direct to streaming movie for Disney plus or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like one of those, uh, there's probably somebody like that. Yeah. In the NHL, like there's probably, um, some, some NHL players that are like, you know, uh, the, the sons of, of, you know, uh, oil men who were connected to overthrowing, uh, the democratically elected government of like, I don't know, like mm-hmm. some South American country or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just thinking, uh, do you guys know Matthew Phillips? I, I, this is a bit of a, um, a obscure uh, poll, but Matthew Phillips is probably the best player like at the junior level. anyways, not best NHL alumni, but best player at the junior level for the uh, Victoria Royals in their history.
1: No, not, not he that. is
0: uh, um, our friend of the show. Uh, Floob is jumping up and down right now. If he's listening to this one, cause he's a favorite of his. He's a Calgary Flames prospect. Uh he plays in uh whatever whatever their AHL team is now. I know it used to be Adirondack. I have no idea Ad, how he's Adirondack Adir- Adirondack. Yeah. Adirondack. Yeah, that's the one. To be hear. fair, I used to say
2: that for the longest time too.
0: Uh um but I don't know what they are now. It's some other uh some other city. But, but remember, uh, he's playing for them. Uh Matthew yeah. Phillips, I think probably but- related to uh, david that's what and Attlee, uh, Phillips. kirsten
1: kirsten bell says to her husband Dak shepard when ah, uh yes. when he his blood sugar or something's low she, she goes add iron Dak."
0: ah yes that's great that's really good yeah
2: yeah um, uh david I, 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 i'm really <laughs> mad that we have an agenda slightly for the show because i was about to segue great into uh one of the later things the uh, third yes. car in the JFK assassination contained, oh, yeah. among among many other people, mm-hmm. something called a PRS agent by the name of Glenn Beckett. Bennett, sorry, who's obviously oh. Sam Bennett's dad.
0: Ah, uh, yes. So we Glenn talk- Bennett probably played in the NHL with that name. If there's a oh, guy, yeah. if there's anyone in involved in the JFK, uh, JFK assassination at all named Gordon or Gord, <laughs> he probably literally played in the NHL um that'd be great because you could link csis and the cia too do you guys remember um uh you guys remember troy gamble right from our series uh yeah on the yeah. uh on the goalie graveyard who was connected to uh benghazi and uh the the murder of um whatever that guy's name was uh jim that, from the office yeah yeah exactly yeah. um yeah yeah uh he probably he's probably he probably knows somebody who's uh he definitely knows somebody who's connected to the JFK assassination. So, if not at, like, if not just being involved with it himself somehow.
1: At um, uh, film frame 313 of the Zapruder film, mm-hmm. uh, the limousine passes what is called the John Neely Brian Concrete Structure. Oh, Cam Neely. There wow. Yeah. Um, okay. But by the way, I looked up uh, famous uh, spouses of players. Jared Stoll being married to somebody named Rachel Hunter. Who used to be married to Rod Stewart,
0: and oh, also shit.
1: guest starred on the Drew Carey show. I feel like if we could put our heads together, we could probably get a connection from Drew Carey to somebody. Probably, yeah. Probably, but another another time. But as uh, soon as somebody's on a sitcom, I think, or like you know, any movie, um, I was. Um, but Alicia Cuthbert was in movies.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I was yeah, um, Jay, Jay Baruchel. I was about to be like, how have we not mentioned Sheldon Kennedy yet? Um, but wow. then I, but then I remembered that the reason why I know that name is because he was the, the other kid, uh kid along with Theo Fleury that got molested by that. Uh, Graham James guy in the WHL. So now I don't want to actually talk about that. Right. That's really sad. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't. Uh... Keisha Shante was dating Ray Emery. That's right. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, they, they dated for a while, actually. They might have gotten married. I don't um, know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, we, we can just say stuff. Yeah. Check, no <laughs> Everybody effects. knows just that the show is satire, okay, you know so like, exactly, if say something, like, that's
2: actionable, it's satire, so it's fine. Okay, Drew Carey show. The is that's extremely you. mad right now.
1: <laughs> Kathy Kinney, Diedrich Bader. Diedrich Potter was in Office Space. I that was that guy Alicia not-
2: Cuthbert's funny because it uh means that the gas anthem wrote a song about Ah, uh, shit the forward that everyone hates sean
0: oh. avery ah yes of course
1: wait oh wait drew carey having been host of price is right former host bob barker bob barker must have been around during the assassination
0: uh yeah definitely or no, must was... have known a guy absolutely he probably did it <laughs> There's probably some way that Kennedy dying like juiced the ratings for Price is Right. Oh, I
2: thought Kennedy was big into like not having his pets spayed or neutered.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Speed, agility, power. I'm a big fan of these things. All of the performance I demand for myself on the ice is here, handles all of my needs in dynamic fashion.
0: Alright, folks, <laughs> welcome to another episode of Roxy Fever. I'm your host, Jackson That's McDonald. It, Joining me once again are hey, Al. It's yes. back Elliot. this time after a one episode All right, I, missed this. One. I forgot. yeah uh happy to have you uh happy to have you here again um, we should probably
1: listen to that episode might be fun
0: uh yeah i think it was pretty good for the most part other than um the fact that we had to spend like the whole second half of uh of the episode talking about uh the various crimes and uh um sins of of uh the, the hockey world and such and oh my um, god
1: bob barker endorsed yeah. a florida republican congressional candidate who won hmm. that's that's an easy one right there
0: yeah that's oh. uh that's an interesting one um yeah uh I guess before we're this one's going to be mostly a dessert episode, it's going to be a lot of friendship simulation. There's not a lot to talk about because we're deep in the throes of the off season and I didn't really prepare anything because I've been really busy doing other stuff. Um, But before we get too deep into the, into the weeds, we should just briefly touch on what I guess is really the only actual big piece of Canucks related news, which is the, um, and I guess I'll just say it right now. Uh, if you don't want to hear us talk about Jake Tannen, uh I will put in the show notes where um, where we transition into something else. Uh, we'll just get it done off the hop here and then go on to uh, nicer subject matter. So yeah, just skip ahead for the next like ten minutes or whatever. I will put a specific uh, timestamp in the in the description. But um, yeah, the uh, the verdict came back in the uh, Jake Fortannan uh, sexual assault case. And, you know, uh, not shockingly, but certainly disappointingly, uh, he was acquitted and, uh, is free to, you know, go just ruin the lives of everyone at Cactus Club, um, for the rest of his life. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> i i'm i guess vias you weren't here for for when we discussed the case at length but i i wouldn't mind just hearing from you kind of if you have like a yeah. uh an observation hmm. about uh anything that uh that occurred here i know i know i have uh one thing that i that i want to touch on but i'll i'll kind of let you go first you, I don't know i wish I yeah. like it's been about a month and i yeah. had and I, I
1: know i wrote a lot of stuff in certainly in kind of our dms that mm-hmm. uh because i think during the case when When all the information was happening about uh, when all the information came out of that led people to be skeptical of how this was going to shake out in the end.
0: Yeah, Um, well, I mean, when when Elliot and I recorded the episode, we actually expressed something resembling like a cautious optimism because it looked like it was going well for the prosecution um oh and then right. the, yeah the the consensus seems to be that uh that they kind of um did an own goal um cross-examining him and um there was a great thread that was up about it and then the person from a lawyer and then the person deleted the whole thing and so now i can't uh i can't find the details anymore which is disappointing mm-hmm. um yeah
1: well, a lot of my thoughts were framed from when the Jian trial happened. And sure. a lot of writing happened around then. Specifically, a book that a lot of us uh, were encouraged to read in law school. One of the only good things that we read in law school called <laughs> yeah. uh, Putting Trials on Trial. Oh. And uh, it's just an excellent book uh, talking mm. specifically about how, uh, to sum it up, just how garbage uh, these trials are when it comes yeah. to sexual assault. They're completely designed uh, for everybody except the accused to be to, uh to lose here even yeah. even if the the uh the user uh does find
0: justice as written down by the court here sure um yeah it's a real uh it's a real um sort of alien versus predator situation where like regardless of what the actual outcome is everyone loses uh, i i don't know how else yeah. to put it but it's 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 like bringing your
1: car to the bottle depot and expecting it to get fixed there. I don't know. Like (laughs) it's completely not designed for any, for any of the outcome you're looking for. Yeah. Uh, All it's going to do is put the, put the accused on like it puts the accuser on trial. It puts everything uh, that they've ever said uh, that they've ever done all their behaviors. It puts them under an MRI for everybody to see. Mm -hmm. And even if the accuser, walks away with the verdict they want that week or month or two months of uh of a spotlight on them even if they go anonymously yeah. uh that whole, when they're in court it's just you're you're being tortured uh yeah. emotionally tortured the whole time and it's a it's one of the big reasons why accusers and victims do not trust the court system to go forward and they have absolutely every reason uh not to um i'm not going to get into the procedures why but i mean in the past, I mean, people uh, should I've know enc- by now, I, mean, I think, just, but even in any legal situation in the past mm. when, uh like, I wouldn't encourage a friend to, to look for their justice in the court system if they, uh even if it wasn't a sexual assault situation, even if it was just yeah. some other type of assault, I would not
0: encourage them uh to to go that route because i mean if you will be if the you, one on trial if you want that uh if you want an example of that i'm not going to go into detail about it but if you want an example of how like even a regular assault even a regular assault that uh multiple people witnessed and was caught on film um can still uh just be total assed once it reaches the court system I highly recommend you talk to our producer Justin Morissette, Um because... well, Let's tentatively cut that part out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Just in case, you know, we'll, it, we'll, we'll, review, we'll revisit well, that.
0: I will say what I will say is Justin can cut that out if he wants to. Um, but you know, there's 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 plenty of examples. Is my point um, of even just like regular crimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Crimes that aren't nearly as easy to dispute as something that happens between two people that no one else witnesses, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you add in, I would never know what words to
1: capture it all, but Mm -hmm. you, you add in the bias against uh, victims uh, of sexual cases here, um, especially women Uh, it's, it's going to be horrible and horrendous. And to go back to this specific case, when people were calling it an own goal when i forgot what arguments were being made by sure, uh yeah. by, by Vertanen's team mm-hmm. um but everybody looked at their arguments and being like oh wow vertan's lawyers like what an idiot like they're definitely gonna lose oh this uh
2: it was uh just how much of a piece of shit drunk and messy was in general yeah right right
1: and yeah, they're they were yeah. they're talking about that and then also the questions that they were asking of the victim um mm-hmm and how invasive and accusatory they were about the victim also now like everybody could you, like, this is very could you
0: define balcony for us <laughs> just dumb uh like like uh pedantic shit like that you know um sure yeah. uh
1: and so when people were looking at the arguments of both sides and they're looking at what pertains arguments were uh because to i think uh, uh a cool-headed or just good-natured person they're seeing the arguments of pertains seem as putting forward and being like oh this is the kind of argument that like this is a desperate argument this is uh i I can't believe how sexist these arguments are Mm -hmm. uh this this must mean they're losing it's like no
0: no they're dealing
1: with the jury they both sides end up selecting the jury they want um and which which often means it's uh i don't know how to explain it but it, it was not surprising to me that there were more men on this jury than not because yeah men are seen as more objective, even if this is a gendered issue, whereas women are seen seen as very would be very biased. Uh the defense would put forward plenty of reasons to to say why a specific uh jury candidate would be uh potentially biased uh against Rhana and and therefore strike them off and not not be a juror. Um little things like that. Um they get to know who the jury is after a little while and Mm -hmm. they start catering to arguments to them. Yeah. Even even if the general public is like, these are horrible arguments, you're just trying to convince that small group of people. And if you already know which way they lean, sometimes those really sometimes that happens to be a group of people who will respect that argument. And so when I saw that, I was, I felt pretty sick to my stomach because I knew I mean, I didn't have much confidence in this in the first place, but that told me that uh, this was going to go the wrong way for sure. Um, And I wrote in a brief thread uh, that I finally pulled up um, that sums up my thoughts. It was just that colonial courts only exist to bring justice to capital and the heterosexual. Heteropatriarchy, and they'll never bring it truly to the victims of gendered and sexual violence and i felt that for 10 one as soon as the defense made the heinous arguments because you only do that if you know that the jury initially read uh wrote judge
0: um sure, right because i don't could have been a bench role. trial or whatever yeah but but
1: it was jury. Known, but and, it was uh, a jury trial yeah because you, you knew that it was sympathetic to the to that reasoning and um uh, then I forwarded people to the better writing on the subject. Uh, there's a walrus article called Why Many Women Can't Get Justice from Sexual Assault Trials, uh, which is a, a, a review of the book that I mentioned earlier, Putting Trials oh, nice. on Trial. Yeah. Um, so you don't have to read the book. Uh, uh, yeah, perfect. Always and, happy to
0: plug the walrus too. There, there's always good. Great- <laughs> well,
1: uh, yeah, I, especially like, uh, like uh, the, the dog shampoo guys' articles in there. <laughs> that's that's uh, John Kay. Uh, yes. wait, I think at sure. its Anyways, the third tweet in there. Yeah. And I'm referring to these tweets because I have not thought about this case for a no. long time. Yeah, it's been a
0: while. Uh, uh, yeah, was that
1: sure. Courts are sites of power that absorb the horrors of a capitalist settler state. This capitalist settler state is going to bleed certain types of horror, horrific things into its courts. And they're going to entrench them for so long that even lawyers believe that courts are God-given cathedrals. But they're not. They're Cathedrals or uh, courts are just legislatures with a dress code. Um so <laughs> yeah. I that and I think that was a response to a lot of people saying d- giving the deference to the court there.
0: Oh yeah. Uh yeah, when certainly. when
1: and you know, you saw certain types of people cheering on uh cheering on the verdict and uh
0: when I and, yeah. and justifying
1: it by saying, like, well, the court said this. Well, like, and I
0: and I wanted to well, touch on that a little bit because um that the that fucking Vancouver hockey now dumbass um the 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 whole hockey now network appears to be like a make-work project for um hockey writers that are like either too dumb or too uh like have been accused of sexual misconduct dozens of times uh that can't get a job anywhere else um to to write for um but uh i can't remember the guy's name it's like i think it might be simpson i don't know fucking cut that out if i'm wrong i can't remember the guy's fucking name but um vancouver hockey now guy wrote an article in the like immediate aftermath of the verdict and uh, i don't know if it was in his article or just in his tweet promoting the article but it was an article that was immediately like oh Vertanen's eyeing a return to I don't know, the NHL or professional hockey or whatever and in the um in the promotion for it at least he used the phrase proven innocent which is not a thing um you can't be found innocent you can you can only be uh found not guilty and uh in some cases you can be exonerated uh but that's a that's a third different thing that did not happen in this case um and uh I just I was struck by um by that like language because um also fairly recently uh there was finally a verdict returned in the Amanda Todd case for people who are familiar with that do you do you guys remember that at all um, yeah, it's, is that the uh,
2: cyberbullying case? And like,
0: it's it was a case amongst, that it, like so to it was massively
2: oversimplified.
0: Yeah, it was initially. It was, so Amanda Todd was a uh, like a fifteen year old uh, girl on the east coast somewhere in Canada who. Um, uh, I was gonna say
2: Halifax, but I mean, I think the entire east coast is Halifax. Exactly.
0: So. Yeah, that's why I didn't say. <laughs> I think it, it. I think it is Nova Scotia, but I don't want to. Um, I won't uh, pepper in details. Uh, no, that are actually, correct. I I, I mm-hmm. wanted to check. Because I had the feeling
1: that that wasn't the case, but no, she's from Poco. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, yeah. This is why when I mean, I had just graduated high school, but lots of friends still in high school is
0: really holy fuck. I thought she was from the East Coast. I think I'm getting her mixed up with another girl that was there was there was another there was two around the same time. Yeah, Yeah. around the same. So that's I'm I'm getting my I'm getting my sadly like multiple similar stories scrambled here. But Jesus, okay. So the uh, girl from Poco uh 15 uh she killed herself because at the time it was reported it was all about like cyberbullying and bullying or whatever but what actually happened was an adult man in the Netherlands um sexually exploited her took uh got her to take um photos and then used those photos to blackmail her uh and then uh the fo- and then uh released the photos to uh the internet and subsequently people in her school and then she killed herself something like that that's the general um thrust of it anyways and um this guy was just found guilty handed down the maximum sentence and that's only for this uh case i think there's a there's a possibility that after he served his time he could get extradited to the netherlands and uh and actually be uh put on trial for the myriad other similar crimes that he committed against other children and gay men and women and etc etc um and the um i believe it was the vancouver sun but uh, a local um newspaper uh put out an article about the verdict And kept and still after he had been found guilty and the prosecution had submitted evidence that was text logs that he had saved with her and the photos that he had of her on his hard drive, uh, continued to use words like accused. He was accused of this. Well, he did it. He was found guilty. (laughs) Um, And it just it it drove me up the fucking wall because it's like so even when a sex criminal does the thing is found guilty is proven there's beyond a reasonable doubt and then there's here is the photo you had on your hard drive and the text log you had with the person like that that's beyond beyond a reasonable doubt and even in that case you still get as a sex criminal you get the the benefit of being uh of someone saying that you were accused of And not just that you did it. Or not just that you were fucking found guilty of it. And, and I mm-hmm. mean, a, a huge chunk of this was probably just laziness. They just took the same fucking thing that they had from five years ago when it happened uh, that uh, that they had written out and then just copy pasted it because our fucking news media is particularly local news media is fucking uh, just been hollowed out. But like, regardless, it was just it blew my mind that Uh, Jake for can be proven innocent which is not a thing and then when someone is found guilty we're still going to use over and over and over again words like Mm -hmm. alleged accused like yeah it it, it just shows it just it shows you uh, it it tells you everything right
1: to to me what it feels like on like a texture level is that yeah it's it's uh there's some level of laziness and it's also a mixture to me of like the type of person who I imagine is writing this is uh, at one at one in 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 one sense trying to be a devils like a bu- a fake bullshit devils advocate, yeah, uh, trying to get away with uh, tut tutting feminists basically, yeah, and uh, and and uh, not endorsing sexual assault, but in but uh, but in in some way resisting against critiques of it, and, yeah, and, both and, sides of it. it. Both sides, I mean, I yeah. Play. Both both sides in sexual yeah. assault, and at the same time, also they're they're the type of person who, when it comes to when it comes to the law, they want to try to sound smart, even if they are not familiar with how, mm-hmm. with his machinations. Um, and I guess that's similar to my whole thing about there's a the type of person who just wants to sound smart at the bar, and that's what their politics yeah. are. You yeah. know, uh, so I imagine these writers is they're bo- they're both being they're all being lazy. I, they don't want to appear uh, uh feminist and they also uh again how do i put it they they don't understand the law and so they they just try to use these words because they think it's the right thing or they think it sounds smart yeah uh, when it's like the it's if, like, if you're like you're... the equivalent
0: of when of when like uh you know a cop or uh, a, a cop shoots somebody or uh an an israeli soldier decapitates a three-year-old and uh, and it's like, uh, um, uh, the child's head was removed from his body, uh, yeah, by uh, the force of a you know, like it's just like the most like uh, you know the people gun, the who gun people who legs. got yeah exactly people who got told uh, who have been told literally for probably fifteen years straight to never use passive voice uh, by a series of teachers. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, just uh, making uh, twisting themselves into pretzel knots to to not use the active voice uh, when a person does a thing, uh, very obviously. yeah, which is endemic
1: amongst journalists and people trying to be journalists and then and then uh, downstream of that, people trying to sound like, real sound like journalists yeah 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 yeah, Yeah. exactly um so it ends up just spreading in this ugly way
0: and just uh just uh this is a slight this is moving on from that but but slightly slightly adjacent to it um i don't know that there have been any uh like major uh updates or or revelations in the hockey can of the stuff it seems to just be sort of more of the same kind of trickling out uh you know players denying it and etc etc but um there there was uh recently or possibly still going on some kind of world juniors thing um and i only know about this because uh i know media people and some of them were uh, either working covering it or conspicuously uh not doing that um but uh i something that this is just a a slight observation that i'm not sure i was going to have the chance to uh to make uh again. And so I just wanted to note it while we're on the subject of, you know, people, uh NHL or and uh hockey player uh crimes. Um is that something that uh dri- has driven me nuts is the way that like Hockey Canada and the world junior team and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all the extensions of that have like they've faced consequences in the sense that they've had uh sponsors pull out and everything like that but there hasn't been um any kind of call or or even like mild uh suggestion from anybody that like the team be uh be, like asked to not play or like not uh compete at a tournament or have to as we've suggested in the past wear those like blank uh jerseys that say like yeah. uh, you know world junior athletes from Canada or whatever yeah. And uh, the thing that that I've been thinking about because uh, sort of dating back to um, our episode with uh, Tyler Shipley about how uh, just comparing what's gone on with Hockey Canada to uh, what's been asked of Russian players of uh, some as young as like 16 years old. And um, and it it shows you sort of a, a double standard for. Uh, A, you know how how um, uh, sex crimes are are treated, and then B, you know mm-hmm. nationalism and all that. But uh, throughout this whole ordeal, Russian uh, players, sometimes in 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 many cases, as is the case of the CHL, Russian like teenagers, sixteen year olds, are treated as representatives of their government, but Hockey Canada players. Are not treated as representatives of hockey Canada. Yeah. And that's fucking stupid yeah. and fucking ridiculous. And um and I I, you know, I wasn't sure if I was gonna get the chance to to point that out again for a while, but uh I was thinking about that uh as uh, as you know um the continued uh you know revelations about uh just how how <laughs> rotten uh this sport can be when it comes to how it treats uh uh women, but not just women, just victims of sexual violence in general. Uh, because as we as we know, there are there are players who are that as well. Um, so anyways, I think that's uh that's ad. probably good on uh on that topic. And so yeah, nothing to add. We're not gonna talk about the juniors because I oh I don't give a shit. For all, it doesn't matter no one cares. No one cares. I didn't even know that
1: they're yeah I, I don't even the know what fucking stage.
0: is. I don't know what they're doing. I think it I think it might be it's it might be like the Helenka Gretzky or something. Um but it's some fucking or it might be a showcase or one of those stupid things where the world junior team plays some other fucking team in like an exhibition game. Oh or... no, the actual juniors are on right now. Is it it's the actual like so, yeah, the actual I assume the schedule got fucked from COVID. Because of COVID? Yeah. Holy yeah, so shit. They,
1: they moved it to this August. It's hot. We're right in the middle of it. Oh my the god, finals, yeah. Just around I, the corner. I didn't even fucking Russia know. Russia was that. replaced by Latvia. Um stupid. Uh because uh because putin trump etc yeah um it's in edmonton um yeah that's that's all i got i the, I the no russian
0: idea. those russian 16 year olds personally all uh um invaded ukraine and meanwhile mm-hmm. the uh the canadian hockey player the canadian um players are you know yeah not meanwhile like eight not guys, representing the fuck. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah some yeah. some they're ch- based on what based on what people have said uh, based on the revelations that have come out, decent chance that Hockey Canada s- fucking settled a lawsuit this year with one of the fucking players that's on their team right now, and that's fine. Um, yeah, yeah. how How could you How could you not be pissed? How could you not see how ridiculous this is? But, anyways, uh, we have fun stuff to get to, and it's the summer, and that's when um, when we want to do uh, fun stuff. Uh, but I think first before we before we get into the last little. Uh, thing that i have for us to do here um we should just briefly mention like the the biggest thing that happened since we last recorded which is uh the matthew kachuk jonathan huberdo trade and subsequent extensions um for for both both players uh does anyone remember exactly what the hall was or exactly i what was the just going to ask was? you this but
2: okay. i will I I think google it's you,
0: you google it and while you're while you're googling it i will say the pieces that i remember so i thought florida got a massive haul in this deal because in addition to um jonathan huberdo they also get mckenzie um uh or sorry i thought calgary got a um um got a huge haul here because in addition to to Uh, Jonathan Huberto they also get Mackenzie Wieger who uh, nerds a lot of nerds seem to say or imply or tell me that he's actually that he was actually Florida's uh, best defenseman and is actually better than uh, Aaron Eckblad I mean I also am old enough to remember when people were saying that about Jake Muzzin over uh, Drew Doughty so um, that was a a great interesting thing for people to say um but, uh, but I, I, that does tell you, I mean, Jake Muzzin was good for a long time and, uh, Mackenzie Weger yeah. is, is definitely good. No question. Uh, definitely top four, uh, Calgary's defense is just going to be monstrous next year. They get Jonathan Huberdeau who I, okay. Age obviously is a factor, but, um, I mean, I kind of think Huberdeau might actually be better than Kajak. um, even straight up and obviously like I said age makes a big difference because Hub- Hubie's a lot older but uh
1: for, for, for me I factor in the fact that they're playing in Florida where mm-hmm. there's much less media presence like yeah I know Toronto plays them mm-hmm. uh six or seven times uh because sure. they division so yeah, yeah the media is the main hockey media probably does know about them, but, uh, but yeah, this Florida, there's not a lot of media coverage. We especially here don't know, don't know as much about them. Sure. Uh, yeah. we are going to hear about Matt, Matt, Chuck a billion times, uh, uh, for all the reasons. So t- to me, uh, yeah, I'm, I'd fully would not be surprised if, uh, if it tr- turns out there's, they're on different tiers at that point. And yeah. for the same reason that I was, yeah. uh, like, I have no idea what, what Mackenzie Weger will bring, but, won't be surprised if he turns out to be a top pairing demon.
0: Uh, also, a lot of people forgot that a, a lot of people who hate China will uh, not stop screaming about him for uh time <laughs> it's convenient for them. Um, the New York, oh yeah, okay. the New York Times does like to talk talk about him. Yeah, I, yeah, I, he I gets talked away. about a lot, particularly yeah, in uh, the editorial section of uh yeah, things like the Washington Post or whatever. The full um, trade. Yeah, there's a first-round pick going to Calgary as well, correct? Yes, so yeah. Calgary gets yep.
2: Huberto, Weger, uh, Cole Schwint, which that's just a great name.
0: Yeah, great name. I will. I add. have one of those bikes. <laughs> uh, I will add parenthetically too. Uh, Schwint was like a 40-plus point player as a 20-year-old in the AHL, or a, or a very young player in the AHL anyways. Um, and people were saying, like, don't sleep on him as an asset uh either. So, yeah. And a
2: 2025 first round pick which is like lottery <laughs> protected.
0: Okay. okay. Uh, that's some real that's some real uh uh Bill Zito being like, uh, "Ah, that's I probably won't be here." This won't that problem. Happens. Yeah, it won't be my problem. That's amazing. I didn't even know about that.
2: Uh then the Panthers get Kachuk a fourth round pick also in 2025 <laughs> and it's also okay. conditional. Okay. Uh If in 2025 the first round pick is a lottery pick, Mm -hmm. then Calgary gets the 26th first rounder, and then the 2025 fourth rounder also becomes a 2026 fourth rounder.
0: Okay, all right, Um, and that's it. That's it. That's insane. That is that is the most like. I can't uh... wait to see how they
2: somehow don't leverage this into anything
0: people yeah i mean i mean and this is the other thing too is obviously they went and they signed um uh huberto to a massive extension that people uh were decrying and i mean i do understand that i think huberto's game is going to translate really well as he ages um having said that it's probably still too much money um but even if they only got both of these players for like one year and then they had the uh the two first round picks um i think this is a really uh like it's a really smart move for them because they needed to uh, a replace johnny gaudreau or like recover from that fiasco um not necessarily replace him but just you know stop the bleeding uh and they have to go for it now because they're good now and they're not necessarily going to be good forever um you know a few more years tough to say depends on what they do etc cetera, etc cetera. but um it's like i said like i'm i'm not I, I, i'm not 100% convinced that straight in a straight up deal Kachuk and and Huberto, that isn't basically a wash or even give the advantage to Huberto because Kachuk had a huge uh uptick in his point production this year uh, and I mean, he's still young, certainly possible. That could just be a linear step in his development. Uh, it's also definitely possible that, uh, he had one of those, uh, you know, he, that he had a career year or just one of those years where everything, you know, was right what for is, you.
1: And with that, what are the odds that one of his line mates just had a career year?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, Goudreau had a, had a career year and I think, uh, Linholm had a career year too. Yeah, so yeah. Lind-
1: Lindholm is yeah. who I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, he probably pumped his stats up as well.
0: Yeah, and and I mean, I, you can make a case like uh, BXO was on the the Van not too long ago. Um, very funny because uh, he was pretty drunk, I think. Um, and uh, it was great, but uh, but he said interestingly, uh, that he thought like because you know, they were talking about losing Gaudreau, and he was like, well, yeah, it sucks to lose Gaudreau, but like. He's probably the worst player on that line, Um, which I thought was interesting. Uh, I don't know that I necessarily agree with that, but like, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know those, the, I don't watch the flames really, except for in the playoffs or when they play Vancouver. But like, I would actually say, I wouldn't be surprised if like Kachuk is actually the worst player on that line, because the thing with Kachuk is that he has all those attributes. Um, that uh that that make me raise my raise my eyebrow in the sense of like name recognition all the hockey guys
2: love him so much that you're inherently skeptical
0: exactly and and i mean i i uh by my own admission i um underestimate a hockey guy
2: than people give you credit for
0: well well no what i was gonna say is i underestimate matt Kachuk at my own risk because i also underestimated him as a prospect and i was wrong very wrong um and I'm also biased because he plays for the flames and is an asshole. So obviously I hate him. Um, uh, you know, I, th- I thought Zach Cassian did nothing wrong. Um, but uh, Zach Cassian came
1: from a famous family. Et cetera, oh yeah,
0: etc. Et yeah, absolutely. That is true. Uh, but you know, uh, Kachuk like, okay. So first of all, like famous household uh, no, name. I was try-
1: By the way, I was trying to do the Alexander Burrows thing if the R and the E were flipped.
0: Exactly. No, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it, Kachuk, like famous last name, ha- famous household name type player before he ever even played a game in the NHL. Like everybody, he was, he's somebody that's somebody who doesn't follow the draft at all would have looked at that day uh, that he was drafted and been like, Oh, well, he's going to be a superstar. Cause he's named Kachuk. Right. Um, yeah. And then there's also just the fact that uh, hockey is so incestuous. Anyone with a famous last name immediately gets a giant boost in, in so many different ways, both material and like uh, ephemeral or whatever, you know, cultural. Um, and then there's the fact that, he uh likes to mix it up, quote unquote. he fights. He hits a lot. Uh, he's a quote unquote power forward. and um those guys are just it seems like they always make more money than they should. Uh, they there's always some kind of nebulous like for some reason when a power forward scores 60 points, it's worth more than when uh you know uh, a, a a skinny, A quiet, skinny guy scores. Yeah. Or I was just going to say score 60, but you know, right? like, like that is sort of a weird, there's a, um, you know, I, I remember Reese, uh, said once friend of the show, Reese Jessup, uh, now with the Carolina hurricanes, um, that, uh, I remember him saying once that no, uh, cliche in hockey is, is less true than they don't ask how just how many, um, we absolutely yeah. do ask how and when a right, guy right, right. when a guy scores 60 points uh, by you know going to the dirty areas and he hits and he does that that that's worth way more than the same 60 points from from somebody else who doesn't do that which doesn't really make sense um, the, and this this may not be like as important a factor as
1: I'm considering mm-hmm. it but you look at the Calgary Flames this these, these are their contending years let's we'll yep. talk about this past year this was mm-hmm. a very exciting year for them Absolutely. Uh, Even if it ended
0: somewhat disappointingly.
1: Yeah. And every time a team is very good, you want to, you want to, you want to focus on their stars. They're exciting marketable bank bankable uh, players. goudreau is not very bankable. Uh, Markstrom. I, I'd like to think he is, but I don't, I don't think they're going to go for somebody who's European and quiet. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Cause Markstrom is like, Markstrom may have crazy eyes, yeah. Uh, but he he's he doesn't show up in the media that much. Whereas and
0: by the same token, like Goudreau is really good, and I think he is considered both there and elsewhere, like their one of their star players. Um, he's also you know, he's kind of he's small, he's, he's diminutive, he's not the kind of guy that you would expect an Alberta fan base to really go crazy he, yeah, for.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's very quiet, he's very reserved. Then you have Matt Matthew Couture, and also uh Lind, lindholm or lindblom uh both lindholm. Both. Yeah. Yeah. lindholm yeah elias lindholm yeah lindholm i yeah. don't even know what the guy looks like i've never oh, no had i don't either sportsnet yeah. ads that focus on him i've never i've never <laughs> had him <laughs> yeah uh, spoon fed to me the way i have matthew kachuk even before matthew kachuk was ever really good um it makes sense like matthew kachuk is the perfect calgary flames uh marketable player mm-hmm. like that, that was. That that was a pick not just for skill, but also this guy's flames culture, right? So um it's uh it it makes sense why why he's been so inflated. Um I think the hockey world's always gonna go for your good old boy uh versus the guy from Europe who sure. uh, skinny but pumps up the numbers.
0: It's, you know, they it's also... one it's
1: one reason why I feel like a lot of fans uh go crazy for Bo Horvat. Um, oh yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to make the same comparison here, but like, no, no. Bo, Bo just has a lot going for him. That makes it easy for the team to market him and for the fans to look to him as a hero, even um, here as a mini, which is Linden. funny
0: because, because like if there's any market maybe in the league, but certainly in Canada, that is going to be more uh, prone or more um, um, amenable, I guess, or whatever to, um you know liking a guy that's not the the platonic ideal of a hockey player a guy who's smaller or swedish or russian um with the kind of history of the team it would be here and we and we still are like we go gaga for the for the good ontario boy or whatever right
1: yeah, and but I'll I'll give Bohorva credit. Since the pandemic, I, I've turned I've turned around on him. Me too. Yeah, like, I like yeah for yeah. Sure, uh, he's definitely shown leadership. But yes. I'd say like before yeah. that, he was getting a lot of credit.
2: Before that, that I it felt like it was just a phrenology pick. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when I'm everybody probably. on Reddit, yeah, he's saying it, but like especially come when on. everyone,
0: especially <laughs> when everyone on Reddit literally talks about his skull shape.
2: Yeah, like it's I, like a meme. Honestly, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to admit to posting on Arcanogs, but I'm yeah. pretty sure I started
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> that rocks. That's no, good.
2: actually I, re- I actually remember the day when someone like someone actually posted on Arcanogs being like, do people like Horvat because his skull shape looks like a superhero? Yeah. And I saw that and I was just like, yeah, you're, you're absolutely correct, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I, I like they made it into a meme, but it's like, you realize that you all fell for this, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Like it was a joke originally. It was uh, a bit, I, but I think it was somebody like, honestly being like, is this just because he looks like a superhero? Like yeah. just realizing. Yeah. Was I mean, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's the arc the Canucks subreddit yeah. sometimes
1: mm-hmm. just makes me feel very old. I don't know how to describe it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it, it's like, Oh, they're, they're moving so quickly and memeing so many things that are cringe, but I'm like, I can't tell if it's cause I'm old or, you know, like I, yeah, yeah, I can't oh, hang out on there.
0: I think it's it's one of those things. Um, like, uh, I, I, what what makes it so cringy for me is that uh, um, you know how people 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 talk about this on Twitter sometimes how they how, how they're like um, the the most like unnerving thing to come across on Twitter is somebody who is either one level of irony higher than you or one <laughs> level of irony lower than you. Anything more than that. And it's like uh it's kind of endearing or like interesting or 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 it's like it's it's amusing to you. But if yeah. it's just like one like a guy who is just like slightly more or slightly less irony poisoned than you you just, you just kind of look at them and you're like, ah, <laughs> oh, what the, I don't know what to make of this, you know, and that is, it's so true. and and that is kind of the, the Arcanux thing is it's like, I kind of used to be one of them. And so, and then I graduated, but yep. like, <laughs> I see all these people that are, that are like, um, that are, that have reached the level of, uh, irony and meme and memeing that I was at in like 2015 and it's really weird <laughs> um yeah it, it, isn't that the same that, that's that's an analogy very similar to the one about driving speed i think oh yeah so yes, Everyone driving...
2: slower than you is a coward yeah. everyone faster than you is
0: insane yeah.
2: yes yeah, 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 yeah absolutely
0: yeah. That, very good. <laughs> that is very true um i i am i'm so guilty of that when i drive <laughs> yeah, um same. i just had to drive uh I just had to drive the van when I filled in. I just offered the, the. there's only um, oh, There's three the of this. us, three of us in the band when I filled in for the this uh, yeah. and um, one of them doesn't drive. Right. So right. I, I, on the ride back, which is a, uh, you know, a long, especially with stops, like a 10 hour drive or whatever I offered, I was like, also he was going too slow and I w- wanted to get home. Uh, so I was right. like, yeah, fuck it. I'll, I'll drive for a while and uh and yeah like you i i i have that thing where i i'm like strategic where i like wait to be out on like long open road or for no one to be around me and then i do like 140 um for a while and then i just like (laughs) chill out when when i see cars again and uh same thing like going in the left-hand lane and somebody's doing like 120 or whatever 110 and i'm like and you could be doing this in the right lane. What the fuck are you doing? And then, but then, by the same token, when someone's going faster than me at 140, I'm like, well, this guy is clearly a nutcase. Somebody's got
1: to put a stop to this. Somebody
0: has to put a stop to this guy going 10 faster than me, who's already going at least 40 over the speed limit. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, this is just a, me me what, admitting to minor crimes on the show. How, I just just um, wanted to
1: ask about the the, the band stuff. Like, not to getting too much, but 10 hour oh, yeah. drive. Where were you guys
2: going?
0: Uh, well, we went out to literally anywhere in Canada. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. um, (laughs) Nelson to to the next town over. Um, Oh, and, 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 and remember too, that it's, we're going back to Victoria. Um, yep. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's a long. Are you then, gonna
1: join them, or at least like show up when they're? Because
0: aren't they opening for
1: fucking King Khan barbecue show? They're
0: opening for King Khan and uh, and barbecue show. Yeah, in uh, in October, oh, I want to say. And so uh, cool. there, Jimbo is gonna play bass for them, but I'm gonna sing a song with. Them. Oh, that'll be fun, dude. That's sick. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, there's for that. there's a there's a song that um there's a song that they do. It's a cover uh that I sang when we when we um, went out and what well, we did a show in Kelowna and a show in Nelson. Yeah. Um, And then I'm filling in for them this weekend as well at a, at like a house show oh, um, beauty. that I, I felt, I felt obligated to do because um the band that they're uh playing with, it's like their last show. Mm-hmm. And um it's a bunch of kids. Like their drummer is like not even old enough to play in bars. I don't think yet. Wow. Um, Huh. And they sound exactly like so, the band that I was in when I was too young to play in bars. So I was like, I've, well, I got to play with this band. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I have to go full circle or whatever.
2: I've heard that you can actually play in ba- in shows underage. If, even if it's a place that serves alcohol and wouldn't allow you in normally. Mm-hmm. But I imagine that it's a massive headache. Yeah,
0: that's correct. Because
2: yeah. like, uh, I know someone who is a singer um, mm-hmm. and like, I remember talking to her mom and her mom was saying, like, yeah. So she had to like chaperone her daughter yeah. at these yeah. things, yeah. And, like babysit oh, yeah, yeah. her, and be like, you're not allowed to drink, even though we're at a bar. That yeah, seeing. that's you can't exactly really,
1: how yeah, it you works. Can't really like, tour, I like, you yeah, can do a yeah. show in your hometown, but
0: like... I when I was 18, um, the band I was in was called Bridge People. I played keyboard uh, or and then organ, which was cool. Um, and we played a show at I can't remember the name of the venue, but it was it was the bar above the Fox, the strip club. Um, Uh, and, uh, and I was 18 and I had to like, you, you can like, you might not even be allowed to load in the gear. It's like you, you could be on stage and you could be in the green room and that's it. Mm. um but uh yeah, yeah anyways and uh, don't you know shouldn't spend too long on that but uh, uh
1: anyway just uh, excited happy for you guys like ton, I, yeah
0: ton of fun king con
1: is a band that i used to really li- like listen he rocks to and,
0: and it's uh, and it's in my opinion his best show. project which is the um the the, uh, the king con and barbecue show which is him and mark sultan and uh, the, this actually opened for mark sultan um like yeah. a couple months ago just I mark sultan that that and that's how they got the gig um hey is one of them indian uh, yeah, King Khan. King Khan um, is Indian. Okay, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to say for sure, but he certainly looks South Asian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm
1: I'm glad because you know the turban on the album cover. Yeah,
0: I just wanted to double check. <laughs> well, the funny thing is I love, the guy I have who's the album. I love the guy who's wearing the turban um, isn't the is Indian Mark, guy. <laughs> but 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 I, but I think he's wearing it because his name is Mark Sultan. But yeah, but I mean he's got the he's got the pass right. He's got the pass because I mean, of King Khan. Um, yeah anyways um awesome. yeah uh, i don't know if there's really much else we were looking through uh cap friendly um and uh before the show and kind of remarking on how like uh uh you know uh, uh what's his name david Krejci, signed a pretty uh good deal uh to return to the bruins and then we realized that uh he's just been playing in the Czech league this season and we didn't even know that um and now I he's back I remember with that
1: uh, but i forgot that Uh, Like, I remembered both. I thought that he was both in the Czech league and that he was playing this year in the NHL, but.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. Apparently he did not play in the NHL this year. I just looked that up um, before we started, but uh, though, I guess the, the one thing there's, there's one thing I want to quickly speculate on and ask you guys about. And then uh, Elliot has a funny guessing game for me to play. Um, Or I guess the two of us to play, I shouldn't exclude the UBS. Yeah. Do you guys think Kadri's screwed now just with how long he's waited and the fact that, like, you know, Calvary, I'm worried Calvary that he went a, that, and got
1: Huberto. And look, uh, I'm, I'm worried that a Muslim guy is playing for Lou Lamorello. I don't
2: know what is going to happen,
1: <laughs> but I don't think it's going to be good. It uh, could be
2: worse, it could be like a sick guy playing for Lou Lamorello. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Jackson, I see you get it, right?
0: I do. No, okay. yeah. I just, I just oh, for a second, no. I was, for, I was for quiet. the listener
1: For the listeners, because he doesn't like beards.
0: Yes. No. <laughs> I was. Uh, I was for uh, really white I,
2: listeners. For- yes, for a really white <laughs> listener.
0: No. I. I. Yes. I mean, and then obviously, you know, Italian mobster. Um, we've all seen the Sopranos. Uh, but, uh, um, I was the why that they put in the food the reason why i was silent is because i was looking at my phone going wait did he sign in long island and i just missed it um but no it's just the you know that's the skinny right that's what people are saying
1: oh is um, he not officially signed
0: no he hasn't officially signed oh yet. <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i i was i i was like terrified there for the a second. islanders
2: are basic the islanders the wings and the stars maybe are mm-hmm. the only teams that really have space that like to spend money
0: yeah yeah and i i this reminds me a lot of like uh of do you you guys remember cody franson went from yeah maybe the most coveted guy uh like defenseman on the free agent market to having to sign like a pto or some fucking thing um because his agent just blew it um and uh i mean yeah the uh there's a, a the most recent uh thing here is a a post from SB nation from 12 hours ago the cadre to the islander smoke keeps billowing so it hasn't yet that's an interesting metaphor to use for a muslim guy in new, um, york. In new york yeah um, i think
1: i think it was uh, wait I, I don't know if i missed that but i assume that that was like a like a pope selection thing <laughs>
0: am i am i, I forget what they call that uh well i mean like, i think where it's like just, the white smoke the i think it's for i know what you the... guys were Okay. I, well, yeah, I but I was just I was more refer- I think it's referring to uh, like where there's smoke, there's fire, right? Maybe I don't yeah. know. Who cares? It's SB Nation's hockey. I was about to it's, shit on, SB Nation. I'm not shit on you, but... SB Nation. I don't want to shit on SB Nation because because they do good stuff often, but their hockey stuff is uh, lacking. Um. Anyways, uh, yeah, I think uh, this. I think uh, um, I'm a little worried for him. I don't think he's going to get the money that uh, he thought he was going to get at the start of the year. Uh, or start of the not the start of the year the start of the free agency period, um, so Elliot, you're telling right. me before the start of uh, uh, before we started the episode that um, uh, that the 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 top three, uh, yeah, free the agents... top three
2: mm-hmm.
0: unsigned yeah. NHL free
2: agents by their last cap hit,
0: which is a very funny way for cap friendly to sort. Uh, free agents. I really enjoy yes, it. I um, agree. It's very funny. Uh, I uh yeah. You were you were telling me, and I I was like, oh, well. I think it's
2: a really funny combination of of three players. Yeah, um, yeah. Personally, I think the Canucks should sign all
0: three. Fair. Um, I do know who one of them is for sure. Um, but Vias, do you want to take a sorry? To... Sorry, could you repeat that again? It's the... so the top
2: three players that Cap Friendly has on. Um, I mean, they like the their last based off their last cap hits
0: yeah based off of previous cap hit which is how they sort it uh that's how they sort top free agents on cap friendly which is very funny uh because it it you you look at top free agents and you're like oh yeah like i want to see who the top free agents are and it is the funniest group of players and the funniest order for players to be at because uh it's just like Um, a common there's no correlation to like who people actually want the most, exactly. Yeah, I think they should sign these three guys
2: because I think they'll come cheap,
0: yeah, not to give it away, yeah, yeah. And I think they're
2: like actually reasonable.
0: I know who one of them is, some of them are reasonable bets. Uh, I know who one of them is, I have no idea who the others are. I think I know who one of them is. Okay, well,
1: uh, maybe top 10, but yeah, okay. The only guess I'm gonna have is Uh. Louis Erickson.
0: Oh, Loui Erickson is indeed number three on the list. Oh my <laughs> God! Okay, okay. Well, we're we're gonna go to the two of us are gonna go two for three here because I'm gonna call my shot and say I know who the number one guy is. Uh is it PK Subban? Yes, the oh. number one guy is PK yes. Subban. and they should definitely sign PK Subban. I could no question. never have guessed that. Well, he really fell off uh, in the last few years, and I think people yeah. a lot of people forgot he was. I still. can't believe that Montreal
2: Signed. technically won that trade.
0: Yeah, in a weird sort of way, they won the trade by having uh Shea Weber uh die basically before that contract became a problem. Yeah,
1: you can never guess who's gonna win a trade.
0: Yeah, I would say that that is one of the rare uh trades actually where it really you know people always say like oh well it worked out for both sides. That trade really did work out for both sides in a weird kind of way because like okay, yeah, you look at it now. And you're like, boy, P.K. Subban, he really fell off. But he also went to, like, he also took that team to the Stanley Cup Finals. Like, the okay, year so they made the trade. Or yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Can I get one guess from each of you, and then we'll see who wins?
0: Okay, yeah, sure, okay. Um, uh, I want to say Joe Thornton, but I know it's not Joe Thornton because I know he's been signing cheap deals oh, uh, for the last yeah. while. Um, I
1: have to cross off Jason Spezza too.
0: Yeah, because uh, it's it feels like it should be a guy like that. Someone really old um fuck um okay somebody old who hasn't been signed who was really expensive oh my god i'm trying to think here this, this
1: requires like oh, different brain
0: yeah it's a tough pathways. it's a tough exercise um is it ryan gets whoa I think Ryan Getzlaff has a contract. Yeah, 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 fair. Or he just he just re- retired, like, before his contract was up, I think.
1: And the other thing is, like...
0: Yes, I
2: think Ryan Getzlaff retired because Corey Perry didn't.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, and Corey yeah. Perry... And these are the same
2: guy to me, for obvious reasons.
0: Yeah, absolutely, they are yeah, the same yeah. guy, yeah.
1: Corey Perry can't be it because also cheap deals. Yeah, another
0: guy who who finished his big deal and then signed a bunch oh. of cheap ones. Bruce so would
1: have been like three, but I assume but he wasn't P.K. that expensive. Right? It was like, like eight or nine. Yeah, so. PK
0: was making. I think. Can I make another guess? He was making sure. nine two five. P.K. P.K. PK was making nine flat. Okay. All well, right. right. Well, pretty pretty close. Pretty close.
1: Uh, my problem with this is that. I don't know what players are like on the injured reserve retirement.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. Oh yeah. This is that's
2: why it makes it sort of how about this? Absolutely. The only reason we're doing this game is because you should like this is a guy that you would be like, oh yeah, (laughs) that's who this is.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Just just take a wild guess.
2: JB. No, it can't
0: be JB. No, no, it's not. It's got, you got to think like really expensive. Think like a guy who was really good, like five years ago, like Ryan gets <laughs> I
1: can't do this. I'm not the guy that asked. <laughs>
0: who me. is the vet? Who is your just, okay. Let's try this again. Uh, Bias. Who's your <laughs> idea of a really good player now? <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be a guy from five years ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's not helpful. <laughs> I think the fans are behind me.
0: But that's not helpful. Uh, I think it is.
1: Uh, wait—is
2: it cat—is it
0: Kadri? Okay, that's a reasonable guess. If that is a reasonable
2: guess. It's not Kadri that, is, yeah. however, the seventh.
0: Okay, on this yeah. list. Wow. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Who's number two?
1: What
2: Bill Kessel.
0: Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> LMA, really? No. He he's a free agent and he hasn't been signed, eh? Yeah. I mean, the connection should he... one thousand percent. How much was he making? Sign Phil Kessel. He was like making seven? eight million
2: eight yeah that sounds right Holy yeah. shit. but i don't know how much he was actually making in like arizona how has last...
0: nobody signed him that's crazy i have no idea he's, he's not, not he can't be phone. that old and he can't be that bad
2: like, like obviously i don't actually think the Canucks should sign louis erickson aside from like as a joke yeah no that would but, be... like take P... flyers on pk suban and phil Castle. if What's they're the coming in
0: like at not very much money i would have rather like This is probably not going to happen. PK doesn't want to get
1: stuck in Abbotsford. Yeah, fair enough.
0: But okay, if this will probably this probably will not happen because, um, uh, like, I imagine both of these. Well, I I imagine at least one of these guys will probably make like more than this. But okay, let's say you could get Phil Kessel and PK Subban for five million dollars combined. Both. Yeah. I would have rather, and, and they probably cost more than that ultimately. I don't know. Although I, PK really did fall off. Um, if they could have done that, I would have rather they did that than had signed Ilya Makayev. Like a thousand percent. It makes more sense for where they're at right now. And both of those guys aren't getting four years. So um, I think
1: you could technically do all three of those things. Probably. If you, but if you in it. my
0: mind palace where everything is uh one or the other i would rather have (laughs) just the old decrepit um (laughs) pk suven and and phil kessel just for the bit just for the entertainment value and i mean for the like we finally got him and the yeah and the other thing too is like this is now the time when we don't have jim betting to be like here's a guy you've heard of and it's like in this instance, I would actually want that because I like both these guys, and they would be, you know, it's cheap heat. Like PK Subban, like he other... would just be in so many good like videos for the Canucks, you know. And then yeah. Phil Kessel would just be hilarious; and be a meme. Oh I mean, God, he would probably there are so many former well Canucks other... that
2: are unsigned right now. Oh yeah, I mean, like that's probably unsurprising because by the time players whether on the vine unsigned, they played for a lot of teams.
0: I got these hockey cards and I want to get to them in a minute, but why oh, yeah, don't you sure. give Let's me the, do why don't you give me the full top 10 though? I just want to know the full top 10, yeah. Suban, Kessel, Erickson, Strawman, Daniel Danny oh, Kaiser. Wow. Oh wow. Uh, Holy shit. There's a, that's a classic cap friendly guy to have. Uh, also he's younger than I thought. How old is he? He's only 32. Oh wow. Yeah. That's just one of those deals that age terribly.
2: I think it's also just that uh if you play on the wings, I just assume you're extremely old. Yeah, fair.
0: Okay. Until like
2: just so Danny the Kaiser,
0: five, somebody at six, then then Cadri at seven. So who's at six?
2: Uh Calvin
0: DeHaan. That makes sense and he will probably get signed eventually. Yeah. because uh, he's still good. Who's eight? Victor Rask, Paul Statsny, and then uh Brett Connolly.
2: Oh, oh, but we gotta we gotta go to twelve. Because okay. eleven is Antoine Roussel and 12 is JB.
0: <laughs> all yeah. right. That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, some of those guys are gonna get deals. 15 I think, is um oh wow, okay, all right. Uh yeah, uh Dehan probably gets a deal. Kind of surprised Stastny doesn't already have a deal. And uh who was the other guy that you said? Connolly. Connolly. Yeah, no, I, he's he's probably done. But yeah, interesting. All right. Vias, are you there? It sounded like you were talking to somebody a second ago. It's- some some random person just stuck their head through my window and oh that's hilarious asked, uh, like
1: i have no idea who that was uh just right. some old old man who was carrying a package and was asking me if i knew where the shutoff was oh that's really funny i'm also in my underwear
0: <laughs> <laughs> i love you when that happens he couldn't see but <laughs> that Anyways. was like one time i one time i opened the door thinking like it was something important or thinking that it was uh Maybe uh my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, were like uh uh I think I actually had somebody coming over later and I was like working out and it was summer. So I was like, I was like almost naked. Like I was I was just in like shorts and uh and I opened the door and it was like tellus. And it wasn't even like tellus, um, for like uh, you know, um uh like oh uh, you know we're tell us and we're here to fix your shit or whatever. It was literally yeah. just like, uh, we're tell us and for some reason we're going door to door to tell you about some what? fucking opportunity or whatever. Yeah. I shit you not. And I uh, <laughs> was like, scam. that was probably a scammer. I, it might've been a scam, but like, I, you know, I like, they talked to me for like a minute and I was sort of like listening <laughs> to them. And then, I, and then I just, and then finally it like dawned on me and I just cut them off. And I was like, guys, I don't even fucking have any clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> and I just closed the door. <laughs> You're going to you like to clothes? <laughs> because you might want
2: to know about this thing called the internet.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was basically their pitch, I think. Um, but anyways, um, I have had uh these hockey cards that my friend Seth found uh in my uh like um I have like a guitar rack that also has a shelf in it that I uh or a drawer in it that I keep like random shit in. And I've had these in there Sorry, for 30 a long time. And I have two sheets um that uh that are nine slots a piece. Most of them have a card on both sides. Um but a couple of them don't and are just one card. So I would have 32 in total, but I'm rounding down because I know at least one is the same on both sides. May, um, may I ask? I I feel like if we go through
1: all 30, we won't be here for, okay. Yeah. That would be a long
0: time. <laughs> I was excited, um,
1: but then I was like, Oh wait,
0: but I'll, I'll, what I'll do is I'll tease the fact that I have them all and we can maybe just do yeah. a few, um, yeah. through, uh, through the full, uh, through the next like few episodes. Cause we'll, there won't be much to talk about. I don't think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I am um, I'm just gonna close my eyes. I'm gonna shuffle them. Uh, I'm gonna flip them over a couple times and I'm just gonna pick one at random, okay? So all right, I got it here. Um, this is uh, yeah, this is sheet one. We'll do we'll do the first sheet and uh, and then we'll call it and we'll we'll do the other uh, three um, some other time. Uh, but uh, I I, rem- I have kind of looked at these before briefly uh, just because I was curious um, if any of them were worth money. Uh, as far as I can tell, these cards are not worth the stock they're printed on um, because the ones that are worth a lot of money are totally random. Um, they're usually like players that like barely never played a game yeah like barely uh deserved a card and so they're really rare or whatever um but uh my so my first one here is uh a 1990 record setters card of yari curry uh from the edmonton oilers um which is uh kind of uh anticlimactic because that's a guy people have heard of um but next to him uh i have an nhl prospect 90 card for a guy named kim Issel. Um, who I've never fucking heard of. Um, North,
1: North Korean <laughs> prospect
0: uh, Kim Isel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Okay. Here's here's the description. A big, powerful winger, Kim spent the 1989-90 season with Cape Breton of the AHL, where he scored 36 goals and had 32 assists in 62 games. Cape Breton
1: had an AHL team,
0: apparently. Good for them. In- Included in his total were seven power play goals and four game winning scores. Uh, the previous season, he got a taste of NHL play when he appeared in four games with the Oilers before returning to Cape Breton, where he had 62 points in 65 games. I feel like you kind of already said that, but that's fine. Kim's effective two-way play attracted the Oilers when he played four years of juniors at Prince Albert of the WHL and uh, more stats. It just does the the whole thing of like, he had this money when, when he played there, but uh uh Elliot, while I pull yep. up the next card, do you want to just see if Kim Issel ever really played much in the NHL? Just Google him, see see what comes up. Um, How do you spell that? Uh Kim, just Kim, and then oh, it is, is okay, Kim, and then uh, Issel is uh, I S S E L. Uh, and then, in addition to that, wow, I'm getting a
2: lot of results for North Korea.
0: Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, <laughs> that rocks. <laughs> um. Uh, And then I also have a 1990 conference champions uh, Clarence Campbell conference card for the Edmonton Oilers. uh, That's just about, you know, how good they were. And obviously that was the last year. That was the last time they won the Stanley Cup. Um, I think this person uh, may have been from Alberta because uh, literally all of the cards on this sheet are Edmonton Oilers or Calgary Flames related, except for one. Uh, that i'll get to in a minute but uh anything interesting come up for kim missile uh no i
2: literally just found a whole bunch of all,
0: all right I'm gonna, I'm, he... sure got... I'm gonna assume that i'm sure
2: hockey reference here's something i'm gonna assume that would... he
0: didn't really uh really didn't really do much then so maybe that one will be worth money i don't know i should look that up oh um, right uh then we have uh brad mccrimmon of the uh Calgary Flames, I don't know how to pull his card out, so uh, we're just gonna go with. I'm assuming he's uh related to Kelly McCrimmon, probably. Sorry, um, I, did we were we
1: trying to find out if Kim played in the NHL?
0: Well, he did play a little bit in the NHL, but I was wondering like how much he played in the NHL four games, he was a minus one, no points, no pins. Whoa, I should look that up. I should see if that's 89. worth something, yeah, because this is a 1990 card of his. That's a prospect card, and he never right. did anything. That's so he played an
1: 88-89. Yeah,
0: and that's it. That was it. So they were pumping this guy up for no fucking reason. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid score TM card. Oh, he's actually that from that
1: Saskatchewan. I, I just assumed this guy was, like, Finnish. <laughs>
0: um, uh, yeah, yeah, apparently Brad McCrimmon, uh, a steady defensive defenseman. Um... Who played 79 games for the Flames in 89-90. Whoa, holy shit. Uh, Respected by his teammates, Brad was named the team's sixth captain, succeeding Lanny McDonald. He played his 200th game for Calgary on January 18th against Chicago. I've never heard of this guy. Uh, Flames fans who are listening to this are probably mad at me. Uh, Brad McCrimmon. You You guys ever heard of that guy? I haven't. I can't Um, tell if that
2: sounds familiar or if it's just you know
0: Kelly McCrimmon something yeah or that yeah fair enough yeah
1: he played I don't know (laughs) played a lot of games.
0: Um, I also have a 1990 season leader card uh, for Sergei Makarov points by a rookie, which is awesome. I love that's one I'll keep because I actually like Sergei Makarov. He's cool. Uh, My one lone card on this sheet that's not a flames player is a canucks player from um i'm trying to see the year here it's a defenseman i've never heard of him his name is jason herder he has a mullet um he this is a prospect card uh he played for north dakota in eighty nine ninety, he had 50 points in 38 games. He's from Halford, Saskatchewan. um, And he was chosen by the Canucks, eighth overall in the first round of the 1989 entry draft. Wait, so do we have two picks that year then? I have. Was that the Linden year? No, Linden was earlier than that. Linden was 88. Linden was 88. Got it. Yeah, and he went second uh after Mike Mandano. I've never heard of this guy. I bet you Yerky knows who this is. Probably. Another guy who I suspect did not really play much. In oh, the NHL. Uh, J- Jason, <laughs> uh, that draft year, that was when Burry got drafted in sixth round. That's funny. <laughs> and uh, and they drafted a guy with an eighth <laughs> overall pick who scored 50 points uh, in college as a defenseman in 38 games. And I've uh, never, never heard of him. Wait, um, the Canucks
1: also drafted that year. Uh, at uh, in the 11th round, which we should bring back, by the way,
0: yes, Hayden
1: O'Rear. It's Good, felt like, felt Good. Like, Good name, like
0: yeah. Uh, after that, we have a Flames player named Joe. i oh, or sorry, there's, sorry oh. there's
1: two more <laughs> <laughs> names. Okay, ninth yep. round, Sandy Moger, <laughs> <laughs> which, which just sounds like one of Joe DiMaggio's teammates. Yeah, um, what's the other one? I got Rob
0: Sangster, nothing in
1: wait, wait. Yeah, no, that's it. Sorry. I thought I had one more funny name.
0: Well, fair enough. Uh, next up, we have uh, another, all the the <clears throat> all the rest are Flames players. Uh, Joe Mullen, uh, whose uh, son is a very famous uh, New and York Oklahoma irony. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, and New York irony podcaster. Um, uh, sorry, there's one more thing on Herder. He
1: didn't hmm. play one single NHL game. Well, okay, cool. 95-96. Hmm. So that's rare but obviously it's not like the NHL card.
0: Yes. Uh, Mullen. I have heard of um, he, uh, he it looks like he was pretty good. He was five, nine. He scored 69 points in 78 games in eighty nine ninety. 90. Um, and by this point he had already played um, over 640 games and had over 700 points. So uh, that's another boring one. Cause he's good. Um, and I've heard of him. but um, I got two more uh, next one really boring uh it's Theo Fleury um famous uh Calgary Flames player and QAnon conspiracy theorist (laughs) and uh last but not least I have a goalie Flames goalie named Rick Wamsley uh who played 36 games for the Flames in 89-90 and it only lists his goals against average because it was 1990 and no one knew to look at safe percentage. <laughs> um, so his, his goals against average was 3.26, uh, which I think would make him the best goalie in the NHL in 1990, <laughs> um, averaging less than five goals a game <laughs> goals against a game. Uh, oh yeah. Apparently he filled filled in for Mike Vernon uh, a lot this season. Who was suffering from back problems? Um, he also recorded the Flames' only two shutouts of the season, both five nothing victories over the Kings. That's weird. That's very strange. I I would bet that that has not happened many times uh, in history. John that Boy's a guy has yeah. Uh, I I had the only two shutouts for my team this season, and they were both the same score against the same team. That's weird. Um and then the other half is in French. He was five eleven. He was born in Simcoe, Ontario. And he was acquired via trade with St. Louis.
1: I, I know there's no way this is actually interesting. Sure. But so I'm still looking up Jason Herder. And so he went to... Herder? I hardly know her. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So he went to go play for one of the Canucks uh, affiliates and the International Hockey League Mm -hmm. um, playing for the Milwaukee Admirals. Now, uh, sorry, again, this is not interesting at all, but I'd like to announce... Why are they from
2: Milwaukee Admirals when they're not even on
1: the ocean? You know what? Good question. It's probably just like the same way that the Lakers... Are in LA, but they used to be from Minneapolis. And that's why yeah, you're nice. probably right.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Maybe they were from a different team. But maybe the
2: are... US had a navy on Lake Michigan at some point. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Well definitely possible. Like 1812 or something. Anyways,
1: yeah. all I was gonna point out mm. is that at the time the Vancouver Canadians were the farm team for the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh <laughs> and so there's this that's weird funny. Vancouver-Milwaukee
0: connection in yeah, the 90s. I never would have thought about that. I never would have done that. I only
1: I only know that because some guy on our softball team, this lawyer's softball team, uh, was scouted as a pitcher for the for the Milwaukee team way back uh, because they were scouting in Vancouver because that's where their team is. Their their affiliate was. I know yes. now they, the Canadians are with the uh, Blue Jays, but yeah, I, I'm, it's time to announce. I'm I'm a baseball fan now. I'm all yeah. Same. I joined I joined the softball team and. Now that I understand the rules.
0: Oh, and there's a good, there's a good, uh, there's a good story uh, or at least a good little uh, tidbit uh, about your softball playing career as well um, that I, that I want you to tell. But just to tease our next one, when we do this segment on the next show, it will contain two players that are hated, detested by this market and two that are beloved. Ryan Kessler and
1: Ryan Kessler.
0: Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh those are two. Yeah.
1: There's a there's
0: one. a funny thing about about your uh your softball uh career relating to what jersey you wear. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: <laughs> I've worn it every game.
0: That seriously? So
1: uh, that rocks. I, I went down to go see the the Jays Mariners game. Uh mm. like I tagged along with some folks and uh On the, on the ride to the, to the arena, I was thinking about how everybody's wearing Blue Jays jerseys. And I was thinking like, okay, now I'm on a softball team. Our color is red, but like nobody actually wears red to the games. And I was like, if I were to ever get a Jersey, I don't know if I get a Blue Jays jersey. I don't care about the Blue Jays. Like Mm -hmm. I don't, I know it's the completely opposite logic with the Raptors. Like I support Mm
0: -hmm. the Raptors, but I don't feel a reason to support the Blue Jays. My um, reason for quote unquote supporting the Blue Jays is that they're the team that is on TV the most. Fair, yeah. So, yeah. so I think I'll probably be, And they kind of they have some fun players. I mean, like I Al-Kai, do like uh, their first baseman Alejandro Kirk. Uh, he's the he's the catcher, but yes, oh, he's uh, the catcher. Um, That's so crazy. He runs-
2: him running is just the it's, most beautiful thing. It is
0: the best thing that in baseball is watching him run the bases. It's crazy uh, that runs.
1: I I was prepared to correct Elliot that the first baseman is, in fact, Vladimir Carrera. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm hearing myself like, how the fuck do I know this now? Yeah. Um, anyway, so I was like, oh, what jersey would I get? It's like, hey, probably not Toronto. I, 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 at the time, I was like, there's no way. Yeah, and then I sure. was like, well, you know, what other team? Probably no team. Is there a country? And I was thinking in hockey terms, like, no, there's no country. Like all the countries (laughs) that play in the sport are horrible. And then I was like, wait a minute, the Cubans, the Cubans. And then I was like, there's no way I can buy a Cuba baseball jersey. Like, there's no way. Absolutely. No way. Turns out there is a way eBay got one for 60 bucks. I got a double XL red Cuba Jersey. I think it's the same one they wear at like the world baseball classic or whatever it's called. And uh, it's big and it's red. It's got the flag on it. There's no name on it yet. Um, and I wear it to every softball <laughs> Should game. Should get Castro. On the back. <laughs> I was thinking about it. I thought I've definitely that would be. Okay, so here's funny. the thing. Yeah. I had like a free way to get MLB the Show, or like a sure. did. MLB okay. the Show. Yeah. Oh my and god!
0: As, and and as
1: part of my hyper fixation, I was like, okay, I'll also join. The, get the video game and, and sure. Yeah, player. yeah, yeah. That makes sense. And yeah. so I, I made a my player. Yes. And I had just watched. <laughs> some movies and i made fidel castro as my player and he started that rock started he's starting off for like the buffalo something
0: we have to start our we have to start our own uh fumble dimension youtube style youtube channel that's, for that's about castro. yes the the, the the fake creative player uh mlb career of fidel castro that allegedly I, I, almost I, happened um, i
1: i one day if i take some shrooms or like something i'm gonna i'm gonna focus on making the player look alike yes like really look alike and i promise i will try to save some videos because i I can save that
0: that would be great i would love that that would be very on brand just fidel castro and it's it's castro 59 great amazing uh... (laughs) of course (laughs) uh honestly you know Uh, I've done a lot of, uh, learning through various means about, uh, the Cuban revolution recently. And a part of me almost wonders, like you look at, you know, you look at how everything's gone down and you know, the struggles that they've had against, uh, particularly because of the embargo and, you know, the United States interference, you wonder if maybe they had just waited a little while for Castro to have uh, an all-star baseball career and then had him come back and then do the revolution, (laughs) maybe, uh. (laughs) You know, maybe uh, maybe they would have had better luck having a uh, you know a, a, a ma- massive baseball celebrity leading them. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, that's very funny. I really I mean uh, to see those videos. Batista's kids are
2: already on the Jays. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, you know what? I think that's a that's good, a good one. There. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at failsome McDonald. These guys' accounts, I think, are both locked. But uh, I mine is... approve
2: everyone who I approve everyone who follows me that isn't like an explicit weirdo. Yeah, fair. So follow I'm, me at uh, moose kayak. If you yeah. also follow the show account, I'll approve you.
1: This is yes. a this is a time where I cannot help the tweet about city councilors and make sure Great. they see them. So good. Yeah. I am unlocked and I am at the end.
0: Yeah, you had a good joke. You had a good guard tower joke the other day that I laughed very heartily at. <laughs> Thank you. Um, guard well, tower was... jokes are never the, the, when applied correctly, not the original guard tower joke, but the, the, uh, the, uh, permutations of it are always funny to me. Thank you. Yeah. My, uh, my favorite one was the one about Bob Kronbauer at Vancouver is awesome. Yes. That was uh, great. Where yeah. I
1: said, there are dog- dogs mourn every single day. Uh, that uh, you know what? I, don't, I don't I don't want to ruin it because I'm looking for it right now all right the dogs so, dogs mourn every single day that uh, one of the biggest sticks in the world is wasted on being stuck up Bob, Bob
2: ass. Ass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he's a uh, it's great he, he, he's a horrible media person
0: yeah does not get enough. he brief very briefly empo- employed me and I don't think I ever got paid so because he's Vancouver is you never awesome, got right? paid for that I don't think so because I think what happened is I was like in the process of getting my oh, like thing sorted and then COVID happened. Yeah. So,
1: and you should still get paid for it. I know. I, I know. Yeah, will I not. Should. I I have nothing but good things to say about. Oh fuck! <laughs> Pass it to boules. Pass it to Yeah, absolutely. Fuck. Yeah. Of course, I'm Daniel Wagner. Daniel, Daniel Wagner. Wagner. Yeah, nothing be
0: good things to say about Daniel Wagner. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, follow the show account at Roxy Fever, uh, and uh, stay no, tuned.
1: Don't, don't promise. Don't promise bonus stuff. Let's just do the bonus stuff, and they'll yeah, see.
0: It. We'll do the bon- bonus. Oh wait, no, we stuff. do. But
1: we do have a bonus. What I forgot. I forgot. Uh,
0: we do have a bonus up. Yeah, we have uh, finally our commentary track for the movie uh, Net Worth, uh, which, which is, available is available on YouTube. That's right, on a very interesting yes. YouTube channel. Um, so those are fun. You know, we <laughs> liked those. The Happy Gilmore one was fun. And I will also say uh, stay tuned if you enjoy our movie episodes for uh, an upcoming interesting project that uh, will be just happening soon. So, yeah, just a little teaser for that. Uh, thanks for listening. Send your hate mail to I mean, there's a wide variety of people we could do. There's Bob Kronbauer. There's uh... yeah, Bob Kronbauer. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that Let's works. Go with that. Uh, yeah. All right. Thanks, guys.
1: Good night. night. Ciao.